Well, hello everybody. Welcome to Sonic Talk, episode uh, 768, recording today on uh, the 23rd of August 2023. Uh, this is a music technology podcast where we're going to be talking about, well, we've got a bunch of topics. It's not the kind of summer drought that we've become used to, where we feel the, uh, the sort of existential pressure of having to fill all of this dead air with nothing to talk about. But fortunately, we've got a set of consummate professionals to help us through <laughs> that anyway. Uh, so that's fine. But uh, before we go there, I just want to say th hello to everybody in the chats, uh, the IRC. Thanks again to Wagyu, obviously, for uh, his moderation and also the code stuff. And I see Jim, uh, James Glue, Jim Glue, I don't know what I should call him. Uh, James Glue, he's playing at uh, our Sonic Emom, which is going to be coming up on the 8th of September. So if you actually want to uh, watch the live stream, that will be coming up uh, Friday the 8th of September from about 7pm UK time. Uh, but if you want to go in person, head over there. It's actually, we've got... Uh, I think, have I got, let me just see, I think I can actually, I can press a button and it should, yeah, Emom, if you want tickets, uh, bit.ly slash Sonic Emom 3, still got some tickets left, and um, there are numbers limited, and we've got some great plans for this, including some new projections, all kinds of good stuff, so uh, do stick around for that. I don't know if you've tried Decent Sampler, it's actually really good, It's um, it works on iOS, it works on Windows, and it works on uh, OS X, and I think it works on Linux as well, so, and you just literally edit um, XML files, so you can create a user um, UI elements, sample key groups, all kinds of stuff. Mm. There's effects and build your own UI. And we're starting to really kind of, I'm, I'm looking into that, and I think there's going to be. Hopefully, we'll do a few more of those, and it's completely free as well. So uh, uh, the way that it seems to monetize, if you look for decent sampler, you can buy. I think they use it on piano books, so you can and you can buy sample packs. I think Venus Theory does them, but he does all sorts of fancy UIs and stuff. It's a great, mm. great free um, way of getting samples out there without actually having to outlay if you're also a creator and you can get some good stuff going on so yeah just wanted to say well worth checking out so uh, let's say hello to our guests uh, we'll start uh, with uh, well let's start with mr yoad nevo who is there in uh, nevo sound his studio where he uh, masterminds the controls of his atmos mixing room as well as production and um well no longer actually an official uh, waves employee now uh, freelance and uh, a man a consultant you should probably have a word with if you're looking for strategy in that area how are you yeah, are you well? Very well, thanks. I like the Excellent. way you uh, describe me. Um, uh, well, you know, uh, it was all off the cuff. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, you're lucky it went well, frankly, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. I'll buy it. Yeah, all good. Um, yeah. Like I said, um, Atmos, Atmosing away and uh, enjoying it. Still doing some stereo mixes as well, which is uh, which is fun. I mean, the difference is is amazing. I have um, I have a macro that changes the monitoring from seven one four to two point zero to stereo, and every time I hit it, it's just amazing how dull and kind of narrow and single dimensional <laughs> it sounds after after hearing uh, the nice atmos mix. But um, yeah. That's Still enjoying it. That, so you you've, you created a macro that that that, that basically auto down mixes. So you just kind of go. It goes to the Dolby Atmos renderer and selects the the appropriate. Uh, so I have a five point one, seven point one two, and two. So I press those three, you know, the three mods and uh, and two, five, or seven respectively, and then it's kind of. Because otherwise you have to go to the menu and it beats the whole point of being able to A, B. Yeah. Uh, yeah because yeah. you're looking at the screen and all that. And and so if I'm, so while I'm still in Logic, it will switch to Dolby Atmos, to the Dolby Renderer, uh, flip the, you know, uh, desired uh, menu selection and bring me back to Logic. So it's kind of transpa transparent. Um nice. Yeah, I use Keyboard Maestro. I think I mentioned it. It's so good. You can, uh, I, I do so much with it and uh, saves a lot of time, especially when you have uh, like, you know, a lot of renaming for sample libraries and, and things like that. Like when you have to rename thousands of files and whatever. Um, it's really good. You can write really complicated scripts and, uh, and, 
have a wait state so it waits to to another function to end before it does the next one and repeats oh, and conditions fantastic. really really good uh, really good program that really suits my because i do a lot of that sort of stuff myself i mean i i, I was just saying because i was saying about decent sampler one of the things that's really difficult is you've got to write all the key groups and now i've just written a spread because you know with uh, google sheets you could do things where you can take one cell and then add a load of text to it so i just basically select yeah. all the files in a folder paste them into a spreadsheet and then it basically writes all the key group text that you just cut and paste and bring straight in so it, it and that all that Beautiful. stuff is really cool actually it's uh, it's nice i don't know I, I i get the feeling that uh, we all we all enjoy a bit of automation secretly don't we i mean it's nice uh gaz have you got any uh, big automation buttons you like to press once in a while that completely change everything or, or is it uh is it more of a kind of template based uh, existence oof god um well it's interesting uh hello everybody by the way um yes sorry <laughs> it may introduce let's hold on rewind we also want to introduce Gaz Williams, who is a music technologist and a mastering engineer and live player and all of those things, and probably a live stream. I don't know if he's doing a live stream tonight, but if not, uh, oh. Gaz, Willi Gaz Williams on on you on the tubes. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really interesting. I'm really interested to look at that. I, I, I am making a sample library at the moment, so uh, so I'm going to be, uh, and, and and in fact, anything that takes out the sort of the tedious bit, you know, the fun bit is um, sound creation. So all the kind of yeah. uh, the boring bits, anything that can kind of help with that, I, I'm all ears. But um, there was something. Uh, I, I, well. Few things. And last time I was on a couple of weeks ago, I was mentioning about the mix challenge that uh, that's going on. Mix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Challenge. It's final submission uh, tomorrow, but there's nearly sixty mixes have been submitted so far, and with a few more. Wow. Uh, wow. So what's geez. that? That's six times five minutes. Thirty. Yeah. Three hundred minutes. Three hundred oh, minutes yeah. to judge. So yeah. Yep. <laughs> didn't think about that one really, didn't you? When you entered that, there no. <laughs> go. That's oh, one yeah. of the downsides. I'm sure it'll be yeah. all pleasurable, of course. But um, and one of the interesting things there is people are outlining what they do to the mixes in terms of listing all of the processes or plugins that they use. Uh, mm. So. It, you know, it is quite an interesting, an interesting thing, and uh, I think that most months there's the, uh, they have a different sort of challenge. Uh, so yeah, I urge people to check that out if you're interested in, you know, um, maybe you know exploring more mix kind of opportunities and stuff. You know, uh, I think what people really enjoyed about this month's one was uh, it was kind of a full-on prog rock tune with lots of multiple bits. Live, and yeah, and live, live instruments. And all live, in live instruments, yeah. So so I think for some people, and they, they say so in the comments, that that was the first time that they've ever actually, you know, had material like that to work with. So, uh, so I think it's, you know, I think this is a really good thing, and it seems pretty. Ha you know, uh, there's a lot of people piling with help and advice as well. So, um, well worth checking out, I think. But uh, yeah, I'm quite excited. Yeah, about well, I know. Um, um, I, I forget the name of the chat, but he always posts uh, in our Discord. Actually, if you want to check that out oh, on the Discord. Roland. Uh, so, you know, if you th there's usually some information about the latest one uh, and the deadlines. So do check that ah, out. Well, lovely to have you though, Gaz. Uh, a pleasure as ever. And also we have uh, Paulie Bo, uh, or Magical Synth Adventure, or AKA uh, V-Synth Specialist, who uh, you've posted yeah. your sort of homage to the V-Synth video, which I, for some reason I didn't I line up as a play. I, I'm, I'm maxed out on videos. I haven't got a button for it. That's okay. I can thoroughly recommend. Skin going down well. Yeah. You seem to, you do... You do need a higher quality camera, though, if I do say so myself. You just need yeah, no, definitely. I'm going to... Um, obviously, I've really um, come up against quite a learning curve, essentially, mm. because I'm good good with audio, but with video, I really need to um, kind of up my game a little bit. But that's okay. I, I can work it out. It's another shopping list, isn't it? It's another nice, fun research yeah. shopping list Absolutely. kind of activity. So... I'll probably get like a 4K camera and then uh, cheap, cheap body Sigma lens. That's the that's the one, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm doing. Just really cool. spend the money on the glass. So, so yeah. Sony uh, yes. A6000, possibly something like that, or A6400, okay. and a Sigma that's lens. That's really good. Then you'll get. Um, we're both on Sigma lenses here. Ta-da! Ta-da! Which is why there's all the sort of background and uh, uh, as well. Mm. Yo, adds on a GoPro. Because <laughs> uh, uh, 
I think is it just because it's much easier to set up rather than is, is it literally easier? That's my that's than... my webcam, so that's what I use for my you know uh, Teams and Zoom calls and stuff, and it's just easy and it's just there. And also because I have LCR speakers, yeah, um, I yeah, can't have something too bulky in front of my center speaker, so that's quite yeah. nimble and you know it just does the job. And like Paulie yeah. said, I'm I'm not a video guy, you know, I'm an audio guy. So the video, yeah. and actually, it's it's kind of emphasizing this, which I'm you know happy about because I don't, I never got into the w video world, and I always managed sure. to stay away from it. Um, and uh, I'm happy with that. <laughs> um, well, it's a journey that will of, be um, will be. <laughs> yeah, in terms of automation, Nick, um, I use a um, a multi-sample builder called Polyphone, uh, and it's free. And the thing I like All about right. it is it's got, uh, and I'm sure other free kind of samplers have this. Um, it has kind of free kind of pitch detection or frequency detection of whatever your notes are and it's got a really good seamless looper as well you know you pop two points and then it'll it'll automatically do quite a good loop so it's definitely oh, quite a it's quite a world away from the old 80s 90s world of having to you know find your zero crossings yeah. that's so yeah that's, that, that's well, my favorite for building yeah, multi-samples well, uh, yeah. I would also point out a, a shout out for Logic, actually, uh, which has a really good auto sampler um, function in it. Uh, I think they bought Sample Robot. Was it Sample Robot back in the day? And they've incorporated sure. that. So you can say how many velocity layers you want, what the velocity of each layer is, what the different, you know, what the key spans are, whether you're doing round robin, whether, you know, there's low, yeah. and it'll just go bunk, bunk, and then spit it into an uh, ESS 24 it's instrument. Wild. It's pretty powerful. There are other things that, you know, do it, but that if you've already got Logic, you don't need to go too much further than that. I mean, obviously, that's Mac. That makes but, sense. So, yeah, it's worth yeah. Worth a go, worth a go. Um, hey, Nick, yeah, okay, well, yes, yes, guys. Going, can we just say, though, um, actually, with Paulie, yourself, and me, we were all in the Bad Gear roast, weren't we, last Friday? Oh, yeah. Gear. Indeed. <laughs> Excellent. Which, yeah, that uh, yeah, was something, that was a, wasn't it? What a great video, wasn't it? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I loved I mean, your... I, mean, I loved your... I mean, multi-instrument off with Alex Ball and he just oh, uh, when you start oh. playing the bass then it was just like banjo cello he smoked me I was I was I was done up like a kipper there Alex Ball I mean how could you compete with him so uh, I'd gladly take second place on that one <laughs> no, yeah, that bass fun. lick really was lovely guys that bass lick was brilliant oh thanks yeah yeah I just was, I mean that was my was it a one take fun. job no. no, it was about five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I, I'm. I was actually on my way back here uh, to shoot. Uh, um, I had a bit more time to shoot. It was when I came off the scooter. I was literally on my way back, so I, I couldn't do it. I broke my wrist, and I said, oh, "I'm really sorry, uh, um, Florian. I, I'm." I broke my wrist. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. And then I thought, actually, I could probably do it. And then, because the idea, you know, everybody was doing these sort of comedic pieces, and I just realised that really is not my bag. And I've I, that, so I, I, I felt a little bit uncomfortable with trying to do some sort of scripted comedy. So that was the best I could do. So I just, yeah. But I, I'm in it at the end, just a little bit. Uh, everybody else has a much the better star role, of the yes. show. Well, I don't know about that. I think uh, I think Bad Gear is the star of the show. Followed yeah. by Gaz and then, yeah, uh, uh, and, and Alex Ball and uh, the, all the other people that are involved. It was brilliant. I thought it was really yeah, good. Okay. Um, yes, what? but yes. Uh, okay, well, let's let's get into topics world. Um, I'm wondering whether, whether this might tie in nicely. If we start with this one, then we can talk because um, there's also, uh, Yoad's got some fantastic news as well, uh, which we could share. Maybe we could sort of tie in just because, I don't know if it, it's not similar, but it's, a, it, it's DSP, I suppose. Uh, so, yeah, here we go. I want to say this is the hardware. Oh! <laughs> Let me show you how you can now use the Control Hub Tracer to capture your own signal chains and use them within Control Hub. I have this drum mix that I think sounds good, but it's lacking punch and clarity. So I ran the drum mix through a hardware chain that I really love. Here's a quick before and after.
I honestly can't tell the difference between those two. I, I don't know whether it's me. And I listened on my, my, my monitors as well. And it's like, there's such a microscopic amount. Uh, but anyway, uh -huh. I'm sure he's got golden ears. But this is uh, interesting. I mean, this company, um, the, they've, they've built a kind of library of preset plugins, uh, which is in Control Hub which is just sort of, they'd be getting sort of names, producers, whatever, to kind of set up presets, as I understand it. And what they're now introducing is the ability to, I'm guessing it's probably the ability to take a convolution in the way that Kemper uh, works, where you, yeah. you put a certain tone through it, and then you've got that kind of signal chain. I don't know what kind of level of control you're likely to get, maybe a blend. I mean, I don't know what else, but it's an interesting idea and there's going to be a sort of marketplace for it. And that's that the concept seems actually pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it's, again, it's a subscription thing, but I guess with all of these things being added all the time that you've got a continuing library. So I suppose there's, there's a, a, you know, whether or not that, but you can't, you can actually also buy the thing outright. I think that you start at 15 bucks a month, but you can buy the thing for a couple of hundred bucks, but then you will have to sort of add extra packs. I, I, I wonder um, what's different about this compared to, you know, the other things that we've got that have come before, I suppose, is that it's all integrated and it's within the plugin and it seems like it's fairly straightforward. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, Gaz, you do a bunch of mastering. I'm guessing something like this might be, you know, say for someone like you who does mastering could go to a, a, a more hardware based mastering studio and take a load of samples of some chains and add them to your arsenal of what you already do i mean that for instance i mean obviously there's there's many many more uses there than this what do you yes yeah, yeah interesting i i thought uh, i thought the presentation of it is really nice the uh, the layer of it and it's a it's a it's a clever idea and, and you know certainly you mentioned the camper there it seems like this that the Kemper approach has, seems to have filtered into this. But I mean, it certainly brought to mind uh, one of my pieces of gear in my gear graveyard, which is the liquid mix, which I thought yeah. was oh. great, but unfortunately, you know, Firewire and there was issues with it. But uh, <clears throat> one of the things that made the liquid mix interesting was it was dynamic convolution. So you, so they'd put the kind of signal through at all these different, um, at different uh, amplitude levels, right? Amplitude okay, levels, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. So, so that's what immediately made me think about this was whether you know it's mm. just taking a snapshot at, at, at just one kind of setting. No, um, well, I, well, actually, I, I, I mean, I saw the way that you load the waveform in, and it's like really yeah. loud thing. It's totally down. Oh, so there's quite a lot of dynamics in whatever it is that you're sending it, through it. I don't know what it comprises of. Probably right. not something you'd want to listen to, but it, I believe, yeah. you know, it's things with transients, I guess, and stuff like that. So that's uh, an I, idea. But I have to be honest, though. I have to be honest. Uh, and certainly when it comes to mastering and, and the way I work is I don't want choice. I want to have as limited choice and work within those trusted sort mm. of And the more choice, the more, I, you know, the more confusing it gets you know i like to you know i've really narrowed my mastering uh process down to you know very very simple uh tools really um so i mean that's just me that's just me but i mean right. you know one of the selling points of this and certainly with it being uh, subscription which i really don't like subscriptions things but uh you know is the idea of more and more choice every month and it's like oh no no thank you i <laughs> yeah. not not for me not for that's me. a fair but, point but that's it does point. look really impressive and a nice you know and, and, and a nice approach to it yeah but yeah less choice <laughs> yeah, that's interesting that. isn't it paulie i mean the the liquid mix i mean that's yes. 20 years old now it must be getting on that or certainly well over 10 years old and sure. I guess the resolution of all of these tools that we've got now, I mean, it, it's kind of useful. I, but I agree, That's I hadn't really thought about the, the, the tyranny of choice issue. That is quite a, yeah. a valid point. Because that's the thing, we get used to the tools that we um, we work with, don't we? Like, I've been using the same compressor plugin for about 20 years or something like that, do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> uh, I know how it reacts to, to like a kick drum or a bass guitar at certain levels, and I'm like, it's an old freebie called Blockfish that I run in a um a, in a wrapper, and it just does does an amazing thing for me. But um, right, yeah, I think the the preamp bit of it is probably the most interesting thing to me because equalizers, compressors, limiters, 
these are things that I'm kind of used to. I'm kind of used used to using certain ones, you know. I really like the limiter in isotope ozone, for instance. That's like my go-to for limiting. Um, but preamps, that'd be very interesting to try out, you know. We, uh, imagine mm. if you could plug your microphone in and get like loads of different modelled preamps and things like that. Um, that'd yeah, be wonderful. Well, they're not. They're not. They're not first to that. I mean, Slate Digital do a lot of that, and I'm sure, sure. you know, Waves probably had something like that, and and whatnot. Yes. I suppose that I, I'm. A, I suppose to a degree, yeah. Ad, I mean, this was kind of a, a a route into the 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 news that uh, uh, Clarity VX had got a, a a technical and scientific Emmy, which is kind of pretty oh. a pretty big deal. But before wow. we get to that, that'll be our next topic. What what I mean. Is convolution all that hard? I mean, is this are they doing anything particularly unique, or is it more a question of how they're marketing it? Because it seems maybe that to me, but I don't know. Um, there is the technical kind of uh, procedure as to how you how you do it, and Camper was mentioned. Neural DSP uh, is also one that uh, can can capture the the chain. Uh, usually, it's associated with guitars. Um, but this plugin seems to to work on on you know any any content. Um, there are two ways of of uh, modeling hardware or hardware chains, for that matter. One is component modeling, where you model the actual components and what they do in the circuit. And then you have full control once you do that and you do it accurately. And that's a very, very hard and uh, meticulous, uh, you know, process and which takes a lot of time. But then you can basically do all the tweaks and everything else would will behave very similar to how the hardware will behave. The other way is black box where you just measure um, you send so, like you mentioned, you send tones that capture the the frequency response, the dynamic response, the the non-linear this uh, response, uh, which is the harmonic distortion, and um, and all those things. And when you do that, you can get a very accurate accurate representation of the hardware. But when it comes to tweaking it, you have to either use your own so if you 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 know you capture the curve an eq curve then you just put a three band or a four band or whatever it is of your own an algorithmic one top, and yeah, then top, right. you kind of do the offsets and similar things with uh, with dynamics and uh, and stuff you can um, you can do that with, with like you mentioned with blend or mix um um on a kind of multi-band sort of level so you can have a, a crossover and you you set up the different uh, mix or mix or balance between the process signal and the and the originals so in that way you can have more control as well um but like gas mentioned it's um if you if you're not looking for you know a lot of tweaking then it's a good way of uh of capturing uh, hardware, um, I mean, um, I I I have uh, I had another idea fifteen years ago, and we and we released the product at Waves, and I have a patent on it, which is real time convolution. It's called the product is called is called Q Clone. Not many people know it, and a lot of people actually have it because it's part of uh, bundles and stuff, but not, not many people know what to do with it. But what it does is it sends a sweep every 400 milliseconds and measures and creates a filter in real time. That's what the patent is for, real-time convolution. Um, so you plug it to your favorite EQ and then you, when you move the EQ, it creates the curve in real time basically right um, and then if you want to offset that you flatten your eq and then it's like you kind of overdub so then you can use the the same eq to do the offset so you have the same curve um oh, i right. used so to it have measures the difference effectively right 
Right. And then I have the Neve on every, and the thing is, you can put it on a stereo, you can use one because the, the kind of m measuring system, you set it once on a mono channel, and then you can have it on a 5.1 channel or a 7.1 with just tweaking one knob and things like that. Um, so it's always the tweak, because I wanted to create a, a modeling, a model DQ based on a, on a Neve mastering EQ, but I calculated that if I wanted to uh, to have um, one quarter of dB of steps and all the frequencies, I would have to take 50,000 measurements mm. or 50,000 impulse responses right. and then create a table, which is possible. But then the idea came to me, why won't we do it in real time? And that's the patent for, unfortunately, not many people know about it because it's a hard concept to, to market. And even now when I'm mm. explaining it, I'm not, I'm sure that like only <laughs> right. of, the, of, <laughs> uh, of the viewers understand what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, that's the liquid, that's the liquid mix. That's, that came yeah. after oh, yeah. uh, Q-Clone actually. Yeah. Um, I think it it had some problems with um, with bouncing in real time because it's a real time streaming and there's later the was there latency compensation and latency issues yeah, I think yeah yeah. yeah yeah I think so yeah it was the, it, it was, was more wasn't it more I mean it was more used as a as an input model wasn't it so it was the idea you would model an EQ and, a, and an input stage you put a mic into it and that was one of the big pluses but then I suppose if you're mixing and matching and you going, could use yeah. it in a mix scenario could. as well but uh, it was right. kind of ahead of its time uh, in in some ways and the fact that it was hardware based because it had to have the mm -hmm. DSP because computers like native uh, you know computers were, were not powerful enough and all that it was an interesting concept Mm, it's like I, I just dug this out just to sort of because what a beautiful piece of industrial design it is mm. and the controls and the knobs and the screen was really good and you know and it's got a wealth of buttons and the metering was fantastic there's so it, when was this out 2007 something like that oh i don't know wow, maybe so around yeah, nearly, nearly. 2008 yeah. maybe i'm not sure um but, the, but if this came out like now people yeah. go, wow it's really amazing piece of kit so i think it's a real this is one of sorry i just i was just a soapboxing about this for a moment nostalgic <laughs> nostalgic but you know once you know the dreaded firewire 400 i remember one yeah. time i was downstairs and uh, i and this was inserted on something now we're not exactly sure what the problem was but um I just heard this awful noise, like oh, like like a like like the worst noise you, you could possibly imagine. And I ran, I ran upstairs, <laughs> and coming out of the speak house was just this horrific noise. I mean, horrific yeah. noise. And it was this doing something, just pumping out something revolting. <laughs> and I oh, it's the Easter egg. I instantly <laughs> fell out of love with it because, I mean, I, luckily I saved my speakers, but I reckon if I was a little bit later, they would have blown, it have blown mm, my speakers. Goodness. And then, you know, it's like that thing, isn't it? When stuff like that happens, it's just like, oh. you know, you just, oh, I don't want to use it anymore. Just in case. I don't know why it did that. It wasn't doing anything wrong. Mm. It just left. Yeah. It, you know, anyway, I digress. Sorry. Just a little, yeah. a little anecdote. There. With this new, well, um, with this new control hub thing, right? Can you capture... Am I reading it right? You can capture your chain with like EQ, color dynamics, and compressor, and then can you tweak it afterwards? I'm not sure. They're very. Ve it's it's launched on the 25th of August. They've not been very clear as to whether sorry, that is the case. But the, yeah, the, the I, blurb I, I, thing has all of the. Can you see? Yeah. Maybe you process it with. The, the, the tweaking is done later with an algorithmic EQ, which is kind of superimposed on the signal. Because God, it yeah, will be, there we go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's where it gets you kind of, if you, if you leave it as it is, then it will kind of represent the, 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 yes. the hardware chain that you were capturing. But if you start tweaking it, then, you know, it, it won't be the same. But sometimes no. all you need is, is a little bit more top and or high pass filter or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a shelf or something, fine. yeah. A tilt, 
Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, right. Okay. Um, so next, I'm oh, sorry. I just realised I hadn't loaded the all the all the the new ads in. That should have been a different ad, but it's fine. It's not a problem. Um, let's just see what our next one is. Gosh. Yeah. Well, I know what our next one is. It's this one. I went in your profile, exotic and so wild. Points drinking up, cause your hell it was so high. Trolls try to flex, but they stunt in his head lies. I send in a drop and make you block all the other guy. So that's the compelling demo for the Waves Clarity VX, which is a sort of real time. Uh, I don't know the technology fully behind it. It's a real-time uh, noise reduction. It actually won uh, an Emmy for, uh, and let me see, it was an uh, Emmy in the Engineering, Science and Technology category, which and uh, our very own uh, Yoan Nevo worked on that. So congratulations. A little round of, I, I would clap, but I've only got one hand. But uh, we'll, just, we'll just have a little kind of, yeah, well done. Well done. That uh, must be a great buzz for that. And, and put it with, the, with all the other stuff as well. So um, first of all, I mean, it, it, what's it doing? Because <laughs> it sounded very <laughs> impressive. I mean, there's some really imp compelling. I mean, when you crank it right up, you, you just just hear something that's slightly different. But it reduces. Just, I mean, it just makes the noise go away. It's probably something that we should run on all of our channels here, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, and, and yeah, you can great. Because uh, it's real time, and that's the unique uh, kind of uh, the the main sort of. So it's based on on it's a neural network uh, based. Pro processor, uh, which is AI, if you want to to use that um, forbidden word, um, but um, so so what it does is um, we basically threw at it many many files. I'm not going to disclose the 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 exact number, but many many files of clean, well recorded um, audio of vocals. Um, and then a similar number of noisy environments. Um, so there are two networks that work together. One is is basically capturing the the vocal and trying to to match the the recorded vocal or the the input vocal to the dat database and um, to to make out the the clean vocal from the messy right. or noisy vocal. And the other network does the same thing to the noise. So with the pro what you showed here was the is the, um, the, the the clarity, but the clarity VX, which is the more pro version, allows you to so the knob turns in two directions. So one direction will give you only the voice and the other direction will give you only the noise without yeah. any holes or gaps with it. So it, it kind wow. of resynthesizes, uh, one resynthesizes the, the voice and one resynthesizes the noise. Uh, so, you know, for post-production um, and things like that, obviously for, for music, it's easy because uh, it, it will take out uh, the, you know, if you record in, in your bedroom and you have your computer or whatever in the same room, then it will take this noise easily, but it's it's also uh, you know it's mainly meant for for post production and and kind of more demanding uh, right. So features, you can separate room uh, or, you can separate or, room well, tone and then use the room tone alongside. You can use the, yeah, tone, yeah, exactly. For right. um, interesting. I mean, yeah. Um, so so and and. You know the, the the team I led at Waves uh, won this uh, this product, and that's a great way of uh, of kind of ending uh, many years um, that I worked uh, at Waves and doing yeah, over hundred products. And so I'm walking away with a Grammy and an Emmy and two patents. Um, and you know, I had a very unique position at Waves because we started, we carved the way for uh, for plugins. We were the first oh, wow. there with, yeah. with with maybe Mac DSP and uh, you know some kind of. Uh, and now it's now everyone uses plugins, obviously. Um, and yeah, I learned so much, and I did so many exciting uh, worked on so many exciting products. 
there are still a few products that I've worked on that haven't been released yet. So um, some exciting You'll still things. See to, that. Yeah, to, there may be maybe more Grammys to come. Then you never know. <laughs> maybe, maybe more Grammys. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, but, to, to, uh, yeah, just to, just to clarify, uh, so the the, the uh, clarity you can get the sort of the the the, the non pro version, which would maybe use for clean up vocals. Uh, it's like thirty nine bucks, um, and it seems like a, I wonder how real time. I mean, how real time is? Could you use it on an actual live input? I mean, is it essentially a, like a is it a is it like using a, a large um, a large language model equivalent that we see with stuff with other AI things? So it's like you know it, the, the the database of that machine learning is effectively a large language model of music uh, uh, audio plotting of that stuff. You you, you can say that, but uh, in a way, but um, it is real time. So you can use it for podcasts and things like that. And and now that we have. Um, Studio Rec working on OBS, you can actually use it within OBS and do your streaming through that um, in real time. And that's the whole thing. And that, that seemed impossible when we started working on this project. Uh, it was during uh, COVID. And I have to mention Shai Fishman and Yaniv Alon. Yaniv is the, the, the R&D. Uh, behind uh, this product and Shai Fishman was the product manager and at the time I just interviewed him for for the job at Waves and he like I like I said not to his face but now it's, uh, it's uh, all in the open he, Shai is the product definition of a product manager like you know this is what this is what you want on your this is the kind of guy you want on your team and he's he's amazing and um, so but when we started working on this on this product and the whole clarity series because we now have a d reverb um which is also part of the clarity series and we're gonna have uh more products in but the thing is that it, you know you could do um neural net neural network uh, based noise reduction offline fairly easily but to, oh. to do it in real time that was the real that was the real challenge because um there's a lot going on and you, you have different networks I, I i can't go into too many te technical mm. details but uh, that's you know that's what it what it's all about and bringing the ai capabilities in real time that's um yeah, because that's, that's a, that's it's one thing to, to clean to, to to throw your audio into a network and to wait a couple of hours and get it clean on the other side, but it's a different thing to, mm. to have it on OBS or something like that in real time. Mm. And you know, so um, yeah, I'm very proud of of, well, of I might that. Have to check and that out. I might see if I could run it on everybody on everybody's input channels. Uh, <laughs> mostly, yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, bizarrely, um, Joad's the only one who's not actually using a close mic, so it'd probably be yours more than anything else, which is, which is, which is a weird, even though you're in a beautifully treated room and there's very little background noise. I know, um, noise reduction is an interesting one, isn't it? Because it can be very, uh, sort of blunt. I mean, um, no, obviously, you know, we've used, we've all used the Isotope RX suite. I mean, that's the one that's dominated for a long time, but this yeah. seems like a, a good contender. And there are others, it's like dynamic filtering or whatever, but this is... Do you do you ever find you're having to clean up tracks like that? You know, because you get the great vocal take or the great take, and it's like if only you know the dog wasn't barking or you know whatever it may be. Well, I was so curious then to what what range of noise does it work on? Is it? I mean, is it is, is it like anything other than the kind of instrument or the sound? If it's it, anything you, other than vocals, so it could be a background song. noise, a continuous noise, yeah. or it can be a tran transient noise. When we worked on on the you know on the process on on the development of of this plugin, we were amazed every time. Like uh, we had a few samples of um, of a nurse in a maternity um, ward holding a screaming baby while being interviewed and uh, <laughs> you know it, it's amazing or oh, we had the martin well, did it did it get rid of uh, the screaming baby it 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 did 
It did. Okay, it okay, was, wait, uh, wait, wait. Have, Just, can, can we stop right there? I think Bose would like to have a word, actually. Imagine real-time noise cancelling of, I mean, obviously, we, you know, you need yeah. to take care of your children, etc. But, wow, I mean, so if it's that real-time, I mean, does this have other, it must have other implications. So if you used it in noise reduction or noise cancelling headphones, for instance, that would be a real, which I, I think yeah, was perhaps what you were alluding to. Anything that it wasn't trained on. So if you train oh. it on, on studio vocals, that it will keep the studio yeah. vocals and it will take out everything else. Right. Hmm. Okay. So that's trickier. So if you're listening to our cappella music while your baby's screaming, yeah. you're fine, <laughs> basically. Uh, <laughs> right. so, um, which I, is a niche. I can imagine quite a, niche. a load of people just ripping the uh, acoustic panelling off the walls and, and the studios and just putting it in a box and throwing it in the trash now. We don't need recording studios anymore, do we? You can just record in a traffic jam and it's fine. That takes fine. Obviously, yeah. I'm being facetious and joking there, but it's not far from the truth, is it? Because some of those... Uh, well, together with the, the, with the Clarity D reverb, I have to plug it while we're on the subject, yeah. then yeah. then you don't really need the, the room acoustics as well because it will take Wild. out the reflections too. Wild. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Is the, the D reverb then, is that just trained on voice or will that work on a mix? No, well, it's, like, it's for voice. It's for voice. Because, right. I mean, uh, something I'm still looking that for, I've cool. tried um, when I've when I when I've done recordings like with my field recorder at gigs and stuff. And you've got like two or, you know, rehearsals and it's a mm -hmm. lot. That's the one I'm still yeah. waiting for is just that uh, being able. But uh, presumably that technology could be applied to it. Could you if you played? It, it's a matter of training. It's a matter training. of, the, of right. the data set that you have. So if yeah. you if you had a nice studio recording of like the band that you're in and you trained it on that studio recording and then took live recordings, presumably that would train it then to be able to get rid of everything. But yes and no, because it will have to be the same music. Otherwise, it will try to match. You know, it's AI right, is, sure. is it's like what I mentioned in a way. It's like what I mentioned before about modeling because it's it's more of a black box processing uh, kind of kind of process rather than component or algorithmic. So you have to to give it something which is very very similar. Otherwise, so vocals are similar, especially if you give it tens of thousands of different vocals and different takes and different mics and, and different cover the whole yes. kind of octave ranges that a vocalist could sing i suppose yeah and but but white. if you have a singing or a speaking voice you know it it's one thing but if you have all the if you try to to capture all the music in the world that would be played live it's it's kind of a different <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. Well, um, very cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's a fascinating subject. I mean, we're going to see more of this stuff coming along. So it's kind of, it's okay. Um, gosh, we've still got actually a bunch of whole things to go. I'm just trying to think where <laughs> to go next. I suppose we can't ignore, um, oh, EOS, this. EOS. Sea legs. Oh, that's the wrong one. Oh, sea legs. Let me just do this. Oh, oh you sea legs. I was going to do, uh, everybody needs a 303 or do they? This is essentially another 303. I just wanted to throw this one in because, uh, surprisingly, uh, Arturo's Acid V is a new one. Um, it's got, you know, more stuff, uh, tweakable parameters, uh, sort of, I guess what you call it, like circuit bent stuff. It's got effects, it's got other things. Just seems like a curious thing to, to put out there. It's discounted to 99 bucks. Uh, and you've got the, the, all those other distortions as well. It's an interesting thought. I mean, I, I don't know. Does everybody need a 302? Do we need any more 303s? I mean, you could buy a Behringer TD3 for for 100 quid, and that's discounted. <laughs> so it seems like an interesting yeah. kind of, an interesting, uh, I, I guess, obviously, you only got one instance then. I don't know. Um, have you got a 303? Sure. Do you want one? Is it something that, that's, that's important? I mean, is do, do we do we need them? I, I don't particularly... I don't particularly need them. I do like running a mono synth through a distortion pedal, though, you know, like my Boss DF1 and stuff. And stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm not particularly in the market for a 303. And, and the Behringer stuff, they've done, the, they've done a modded version, haven't they? 
yeah, Behringer did the TD3 yeah. and then they did TD3 something else. Can't remember the model name. And uh, yeah, Devilfish. It's got like filter FM on it and stuff like that. So I'd probably nab one than them. And then the fun is in making up your own effects chain, isn't it? Kind of being like a mad scientist. So I'd I I get a lot more fun from from that essentially than using a plugin three hundred three. Really? Yeah. Well, but it does. True. It I mean, does guess- sound nice. It does sound nice. It does. I mean, I suppose the thing is, is all the examples are generally Chemical Brothers 303 sort of distort. <laughs> and it's like, that. There, there are, you know, because there's also the uh, the lovely stuff that, uh, um, oh, I can't even remember what they're called, Left Field, you use that 303 for much cleaner, more beautiful sort of sounds. I don't know, have you got any 303 stuff? I mean, it's like most monosynths can kind of get in the ballpark, aren't they, mm. these days? I mean, it's, it's yeah, not a, there's something about the 303, that acid, that resonance there's something about a 303 though that uh, what is it it's a three pole filter isn't it is that right with it it's like a, I don't a know. Bit, a yeah it's like 18 db 18 db yeah oh right. right okay um i remember seeing joey beltram do a gig uh the sort of techno one of the you know like a pioneering techno artist uh years ago and doing a th- and playing the 303 it blew my mind he was like a like a virtuoso on it. Uh, mm. And I'd always thought, wow, you know, there's not a lot on there. So you can get really good at it. Uh, if you, if you could, I mean, I don't know how versatile it is. I always, it always makes me chuckle thinking about like how it was originally designed as a sort of on an organ or whatever. Yeah, just, just, give a look. just doing country, yeah. country and Western bass lines. Look where it ended up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, I think it's just the fact that when you push that resonance and you push that resonance, it's such an iconic sound and it makes you feel a certain way, doesn't it? It really has that iconic thing that is just so special um does everybody need one yeah in some i think you need three i think you need a 303 in your life in some to some degree i think okay. if that's not okay. you know a bunch of techno records with it on uh but as a versatile instrument you know it, it does its thing doesn't it and and that's pretty much it but uh Oops, what i would point, say oscar peterson oscar <laughs> peterson oh, yeah, um I would happily lose my thread to Oscar Peterson any day. Um, yeah. just, uh, I, I just think that, um, those Arturia software recreations have just got a beautiful, inter- I've got beautiful interfaces are very inviting mm. and really, I, I love mm. the way that they, close off little bits and i haven't looked at this one i assume it does the same then that you could that it presents you essentially with a classic 303 set of controls and then you can go deeper with it i'm not sure what it's got yeah you've got uh, you've got uh, you've got three modulators which can be uh, basically uh, uh their uh function generators so they can be envelopes or they can be lfos or they can be steps or they can be mm. and three of those will map to all the other controls there's also a set of kind of circuit bent type controls i forget what's like filtered that there, there are I, I i don't know whether it's sort of based on devilfish stuff or not and then you've also got the tube drive because they they put a load of mm. they did a whole uh series of quite interesting distortions didn't they which i think were, they put and they've put those in so you've got lots of different more so i yeah. i mean i'm guessing there's you know that and, and interesting in the chat you know lots of people are saying yeah yeah I'm, I'm 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 all about this this is great so i mean maybe cool. it's just me that doesn't uh, doesn't feel the need for a 303 in my life i don't know i i i, I think it's my prejudice is not the 303 it's just i hate step sequences i just don't they don't compute to me i don't understand it's i'm i, I need to record in real time i'm just not a step sequence sure. person and that's what it's for i know yeah have you got any 303s in your 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 crib there or yeah you've I, got? Have a, I have a i have the real one there i don't know if you yeah. can see oh, okay. it just uh, just here on the corner um right. i have the control synthesis the db9 which is kind of a an emulation of that and i have the fat yeah. FB838 or something like that, which I have the mod, uh, kind of the nuke mode and uh, the FM or whatever. But there's nothing like the real 303. But what I use it uh, mainly, not that I use it that much, but what I use it mainly is for what it was actually 
designed to be, which is a baseline. Country and Western baselines. <laughs> Not country or Western necessarily, <laughs> but like a beefy, a beefy kind of monosynth with a single oscillator baseline. And it's yeah. so good for that. It's really amazing like, for that. Um, uh, sort of, is that a bit like Taurus, Moog Taurus pedals, that kind of concept, the same sort of... Not quite, because not, it not doesn't have uh, that sustain. In, and it's not... No, I think that the way the, the reason it works so well in the mix, because it's it, it's not really very bassy. It's, not, it's nothing like an SH-101 or anything like that in terms of the, of the kind of brute uh, bass that, that, that it has. Um, but what I really like uh, is the prophecy, the TB preset, the the three of three preset on the prophecy, which is which is already distorted, or the creamware, mm. uh, the pulsar one. They ha they used to have an orange kind of TB. I, I like those, All right. and I think that that's what Arturia did here. They kind of did a rebirth of the rebirth. Or something like that, because the rebirth. I don't know <laughs> oh, if you that's remember. Good. That I might have to. That, that might be the VST <laughs> plugin ever. Um, so, uh, so what they did here is they took the 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 three or three as a, the basis of the. So that's the least important thing. The most important yeah. stuff that they have is the the stuff that goes on top of the 303 like all the different right. distortions and delays and and all that yes. kind of stuff and rather than you know having a, a 303 and and doing the the whole the entire chain and all that they they went and and did it for you really um right. so yeah i think uh it's still relevant for 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 you know for a lot of people and i think that some people who don't yeah. even know what the original acid and techno 303 is will now discover it through this product so yes. it's kind of yeah, keeping so. it maybe alive so. or keeping yeah. the legacy alive almost yeah I, I think yeah it's it's uh, on offer at the moment let me see if i can find my uh, uh i didn't actually write that down but i think it's 99 bucks at the moment i think it's maybe goes to 200 i i would have to double check that but but that's quite interesting because you can buy so you could effectively buy two behringers for the price of the full thing but you wouldn't get all the effects and and whatnot so it's a different but it's, a, it's mm. quite an interesting when you've got that kind of level of competition between hardware and software in the same market it's quite an interesting yes uh, uh, just area i think there so yeah I, um, and it wouldn't be yellow of course although i'm sure you could reskin it but uh, yeah, cool. Um, gosh, we didn't get very far with any of this. We'll do sea legs. Is there, have we got time for sea legs? Oh, looks good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's just let me just find. Uh, I'm just going to go because I, I, I don't want to uh, mess it up, which I probably will. But uh, so if I do that and then I press. Uh, which one was it? Let me see. I'll find it in a sec. One, two, three, four. So that's yeah. four. And Today we'll be looking at Intelligel Sea Legs. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was a big download. That's, uh, that's that was like nearly an hour's worth of uh, uh, of noodling by Mylar Melodies, who does it in a way that only he does. This is the Intelligel Sea Legs, which is based around a stereo delay core, but it's got loads of really interest. I mean, it almost feels like it's it's the stuff that you would build like a, 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 a an even tied algorithm out of exposed yeah. the <laughs> exposing the, the all of the kind of uh, the parameters and making them cv yes. controllable and it just yeah. it just sounded i thought it sounded really really lovely and uh, i'm i'm really yeah I, I saw you were very enthusiastic about this but you've got some I love this. is this is this going to make it in it might do i love the tagline it's all gone a bit wobbly that's fantastic yeah. but so yeah um sea legs oh my goodness the amount of delays on it like tape bucket brigade bucket brigade um i've got a real bbd actually it it kind of uh kind of uh warbles in and out of tune slightly it's really good um yes and then you've got things like freeze and clock and modulation 
on the um, on a CV, and I imagine you could probably chuck some audio rate signals uh, into that. Oh, absolutely! Um, yeah. And you could also obviously uh, do little subdivisions. I've got quite a nice um, uh, yeah. clock Today divider. You know, telegels. So um, yeah. So yeah, just get the clock divider on various bits of it, and then just just go to town. Love it. I it do a lot of nice, this kind of. I do a lot of this kind of stuff in the software world in things like Guitar Rig, where you can use LFOs to modulate any parameter on your delay. Um, so mm. ha- the thought of having that in real hardware is pretty, you know. Yeah, well, um, that's a, I, exciting. I, I, that was one. Of- that was one of the things about um, that disappointed me about yeah. the Unisynth Pro X. Actually, okay. the mod matrix doesn't include the uh, it, it, it doesn't include any of the effects parameters apart from the oh. dry wet mix. And I yeah, don't know sure. whether that's, that's because it, so this kind of exposes all of that stuff. Gaz, I, I, I have yes. a feeling you might be quite excited about this because this is right up your street and you're oh, yeah. forever tinkering with modular and swapping out stuff so is this on your list i mean 399 is a, a chunky piece of change but intelligel stuff yeah. is nice i've got the i've got the atlantis and it's really good i mean an intelligel don't shy away from big modules either which um mm-hmm. you know which which you know some people prefer going the other way uh, in fact i've got a, recently i've got a really nice module from bastel called the basil in the pizza range uh which has got some similarities to this but i mean one of the things that looks so lovely though about the sea legs is just having sliders which i think makes mm. a lot of sense for delay based stuff but then knobs for the for the other stuff and just plenty yeah. of cv control and that you know then there's a tenivertus on all of those uh inputs as well so it's it's a very very well specced module and 20 sure. hp low you know, it's a big module. It's not that big. I've got in my in this rig just to my right. Uh, I've got the Eventide Euro DDL. Um, yeah, that's going on the market. Oh uh, right, so that was similar, yeah. wasn't it? Well, no, no. I mean, yes, not, not yes, yeah, it's more delay, basic. In concept, mono, it's a bit more it's, it's a mono delay, really. Oh, I mean, okay. Do some work around to get some sort of stereo out of it, but not really. Um, the, no, it's just a, but it's just got very very long. Uh, the 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 approach of that one it uses the digital. Uh, you get one digital repeat, and then the feedback mm. is the anal- is an- is analog feedback. Um, yeah. So that's quite an, that you know that's quite I'm a nice. Just looking nice for feature. the spec. I don't know how long what the longest uh, delay is on this. I can't see. Ooh. What it is so all, I was it, thinking um, it's all digital this one is yeah yeah I was is, thinking I that a um like a delay pedal you know like one of the boss MD 500s that's gonna set you back probably about 200 quid anyway so this doesn't seem to bring all of that out into CV I know you'd lose the case mm. for an extra like 200 quid doesn't seem and all those sliders doesn't seem that unreasonable. Mm, I do like the look of this. I must admit, yo, Ad, if I know you're really you've got a little modular, you, yeah, you've got a modular case, and I, I and, and I think we've spoken to you before about this about how you tend to use it more for processing than sound sourcing because it's so fiddly. Uh, at least, I, uh, as I re- recall, thinking about maybe uh, buying a few extra HP for something like this in your life, or is it uh, is it just too much of a rabbit hole? I don't have the time to to mess with it and the whole thing about having a modular is that you mess with it and mm-hmm. i just don't have the time um and the and i need some i need something that i can recall so i use i use plugins so they're stored in the session and and things like that um it's just the way it is um yeah, yeah. so i used to have a pittsburgh delay um which was really nice it was an analog delay but i yeah the um because i have the oscillators and the filters and and they're great they really sound really good but um but i sold it because i didn't uh i didn't really use it and i bought Mm. another uh, like a other bunch of uh stuff um which i don't use either so there's your answer <laughs> it's tricky with modular it's very tricky with modular 
um, because you have to get in a little bit of a, a kind of, I'm going to be a mad scientist for an hour kind of mode. And if you're a busy person, then you're not going to have that time. But I just remembered yeah. I have a, a P, I've got a PT2399 base delay in my Eurorack. Uh, from Synthrotech. They do a lot of DIY modules. And they've voiced it so actually you can go beyond the comfortable range of the chip and it just goes absolutely wild. So uh, well, I like a bit that like, kind of thing. Um, what's the, the, the make noise with uh, the Strager? That's a okay. similar kind of thing where it's, yes, yeah, it's just, yes. uh, it just really they, they, it goes beyond where it was supposed to go. I, I should point out, I've, I just, I've got a great super chip. Got a super chat in from uh, um, uh, Di Stanton. Uh, shameless plug, Roly Cunningham on tour. Get your psych here. Don't know what any of those words mean, but uh, I'm sure people who do will. And I should also apologise. Uh, Synth Punk, I know he made a bit of a nuisance himself last week, but he did actually... Uh, um, post a lot of extra super chats and super um stickers which i didn't clock uh, so thank you very much for that um anyway um okay well i think we might be i think yoad your uh, your audio is doing that funny little um usb thing so we might just need a quick uh, a, a quick reset there so i'm sure you could deal with that at the time is there anything else we wanted to cover i know we've we've been sort of you know we're, we've been going for some time and there's it might be good to save a couple of topics for the, the quiet stuff because there are a few more things um but maybe maybe so maybe we'll do that we've covered enough stuff this week i mean is there anything yeah. gaz yes. uh, what are you are you are you streaming tonight you're going to do a, a show or have you got anything <laughs> planned that we should keep an Ooh. eye out for well, I mean, there's something uh, that I'm involved in, which I'm sure many of you know about already, but Elevators, uh, Elevator Sounds having an event yes. in Bristol. And it's a sort of, uh, it's gunning for like a super booth type situation. It's a, it's a single day affair. Yes. It's called Machina Bristronica. It's on the 30th of September. I think there's over 120 exhibitors. There's going to be live music and there's also going to be a discussion stage. I'm hosting the discussion stage as well. So, uh, so really pleased to be involved in it. Uh, the reason why I'm mentioning it is, is that um, it's very close to selling out. So if you are thinking of coming, um, you will need a ticket and it is going to sell out. So it's, you know, obviously it's not for a month or month and a bit, but it's, the, I, I, I don't know if I can say, but there wasn't many tickets left, shall we say. So uh, I just Machina thought it would be a isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. And it's going to be the, you know, um, it, uh, the range of people who are coming is astonishing and people are coming from yeah, exhibitors coming from all over the world. So it's, uh, it's quite, quite an astonishing, um, you know, just quantity of uh, exhibitors. So uh, if you're interested in that, but also the, the live performances look amazing. Uh, ben Divkid is going to be doing a, a thing there as well and like an all day thing in this outdoor area. Uh, it's a lot going on. Uh, there's also going to be after party. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of stuff. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of cool things going on in and around it. So yeah, and um and being in, in, my, in my home city as well makes me very excited. So yeah, yeah. 30th of September. No, yeah, but it will it will we'll sell be, we'll out be there as well. Probably, Absolutely. It, will it probably sell out, yeah. will sell out within the next week or so. So uh, yeah, that was my kind of concern. Good and I was like, thought. Oh. Yeah, you know. Good thought. Don't, good don't thought. sleep. Don't yeah. sleep on it if you if you're thinking of coming. Grab a ticket. Yeah, no, good player. Yeah. Um, okay, um, so Yoad, what are you back to? Are you gonna are you flipping your macro back to five one and then uh, cracking on with some massive Atmos mixes? Uh, what's going on with the uh, more like seven one four? But yeah, something like that. Ah, okay, right. Well, that's good. Uh, and and uh, Paulie, well, um, I get you've just done a video, so it's probably a bit much to ask. Uh, when's the next one out? But because uh, you you they you so take time over them. Well, I've got, obviously, I'm I'm going to currently be working on getting Arcade Dreams finished, um, the documentary. Yes. But also, I'm going to be do, I'm doing this uh, review of the Boss GM800 at the moment. Yeah, so that'll, that'll probably only take probably another four or five days. And then um, right. I'll get you the, the footage and everything. And that, that should be Excellent. pretty cool. Um, I'm really looking nice. forward to you know, exploring it more. I've had it in the studio for like two days now and just, just playing around with it. So it's it's really fun getting a piece of new gear, you know, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and digging in. But yeah, if Absolutely. everyone, um, if anyone who enjoys um, sort of dark, 
weird epic sound design, please head over to my channel and, and check out my new V-Synth uh, documentary because yeah. there's That's the last sort of 10 minutes of it is just sound design. So you can, you know, yeah. just enjoy yeah. that. Even if you don't want to hear me talk. and why would you why wouldn't you want to hear him talk anyway so okay well thank you very much everybody uh yeah and i think your your camera's back we should probably take the opportunity to 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 wrap things up uh while we've got everybody still here so thank you everybody for joining us uh don't forget uh, and our our event if you go to bit.ly slash sonic emom 3 uh that will get you uh i think actually if i uh where i'm on there so if i go here i think if i hit that that'll just give us yeah if you go there uh, that will give you uh, access to the tickets and information on the streams we've got we're fully booked we've got some great acts it's going to be a fantastic night and that's coming up on the 8th of september but in the meantime uh, we'll say goodbye to all our friends in the chats and all the people there thank you very much everybody um that was sonic talk episode oh what was it seven six eight wow six eight think of that eh 768. See you later, folks. Thanks for watching. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.